Headphones. Oh, they're back. <laughs> I, I thought for a second I was like, I don't need these, and then I forgot that this is what allows me to hear you. Yeah, man. So wow. it, could, it could come into play. I don't know. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> like, no, that's so funny. Like, literally, I was like, oh man, the, I I need to be more free. Uh-huh. And, uh, I totally forgot that. To you, it's like I'm just like Dave's out. Dave's out of the podcast. I don't need to listen to. I'm Dave. more free. I'm gonna be more free, <laughs> more and that's free why now. I stopped listening to my co-host. <laughs> I mean, I'd start taking off my clothes. I'm just like I'm free, man. I, I will say, like I dude. Finally, pod. You have um, loosened the chains of the American flag shirt. Uh, Thank you. You're just wearing a gray shirt. Your American flag is crumpled up in the back once again. You know. Well, it's you- used. I see. Yeah, you. Actually, yeah. Oh, did you finally come on it? Did uh... oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I cel- <laughs> I celebrate the Fourth of July early. Uh, I get it done in uh, March. I get it done, and that's get out of the way. F- flags to me are like t- you know tissues. You use them once. Totally. You know, you throw it away. You wipe your ass with it, and then you fucking throw it away. I treat my flag like I treat women. <laughs> You're you like, throw them away? Just throw them completely away in okay. the garbage. Oh. Yeah, I know. Um, that's the thing, man. Flags to me. One use. You run it up the banner once. Totally. Then you're done. Half mast and then back down again. John McCain died, and that's the end of that flag. (laughs) John McCain's dead, baby. So why do I would need this fucking flag? Why would I need the flag? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I am loosening up, wearing the typical American flag, you know, just outfit I was wearing. I don't know. The thing is, Dave, I thought the the physical comedy that I was doing on the uh, just for the YouTube. It yeah. wasn't really reading on the podcast, and I don't want to do anything physical that, you know, the people would have to go to the YouTube channel to, like, totally see, specifically see just this yeah. kind of content. Right. Uh, I certainly you know, wouldn't want you to actively do that you- and create a situation in which I have to go out of my way to ignore it so the people on the audio would yeah. think there's nothing happening when in truth there is something happening on the video no. that is exclusive to that video. God That's not happening right forbid. now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to drive any viewers to things. Guys, YouTube.com. <laughs> That's it. Just go yeah. to YouTube.com. There's good stuff. And you'll find like us. like our podcast. Y'all love yeah. it. It um, comes up right away when you start YouTube, the YouTube search. Of uh-huh. just y'all it just ever. fills in for y'all ever. It goes y'all ever podcast. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, you're damn right. I feel like maybe it does that oh, just for you and me and no one else. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good point. <laughs> Yes, maybe because I've searched. <laughs> typed it in before. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it tracks. Yeah, it yeah, tracks. Yeah. I would be the dumbest guy in Silicon Valley. I was like, yeah, all right, it's that makes sense actually. 
Man, one time I was at my uncle's house in Falls Church, Virginia. I hey. yeah, a lot. My family lived around there. My mom grew up around there, and uh, he was doing something, and my mom was gone, and I was bored, and so I was like in one like the spare bedroom watching TV or something, and I was watching a country music video channel that I had never heard of called The Box. There was like a deeper country music video channel than CMT. There were multiple. (laughs) And I'll never forget it. I like I remember being I was like eleven and this video came on. And you know like when something comes on TV and you've never seen anything like it and you just watch Frozen in your (laughs) steps. Like I didn't move a muscle. Just furrowed brow like this is fucking real, dude. And it was called the song was called The First Redneck on the Internet. <laughs> to this day, Man. one of my favorite music videos I've ever seen. That's dude. like Funny or Die. That's like Channel 101 like level. That's great. I mean, that's a perfect sketch. It was like all these compu nerds on CompuServe. Like, it was what? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was fucking so funny. Nice. I, uh, the yeah. box. So yeah. damn. I like that. There's a deeper. There's a deeper cut for people who are like, you know, they're like CMT's pretty country, it's but mainstream. I want to like. <laughs> yeah. I want to fuck my sister. Like you don't understand. I'm not getting the high I once got. My mom is a barn, so I need a different. <laughs> I need a different like, channel. I would blame CMT's programming. Because over the years, they've gotten way more and more, like, it's mainstream. Like, Where are the videos? Have... Where, Where are the we... videos? Where are the... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was country music I've, television. I've it's literally... not country <laughs> reality television. Ugh. Dude, I that era of forgot. our childhood, when people were like, uh, if you're listening, chances are you're, there, there's like a 50-50 chance you're not as old as us and you don't remember an era when MTV became the channel it is now, which just makes TV shows. And sure. it was a cultural trope. Everyone was like, what happened to the music videos, yeah. man? It was our, <laughs> our like, generation of stand-ups. It was our, like, air, airplane food. Totally. Like, yeah. what's the deal with? And it's just like, I don't know, dude. It, honestly, if you watch the music videos that are current, modern day, you would blow your brains out. You're too old. You don't want to watch modern music videos. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you want to watch K-pop videos? Shut your fucking mouth. Right. <laughs> it's not also, for you. the reason that they changed is that you weren't watching them. You, you weren't. You, literally you, who just yeah. said that. Don't yeah. watch music videos. <laughs> Dude, it's it's bananas. People's yeah. mentality to like why things stop being made. Because I still get messages about like, why don't you guys make more mystery science theater episodes? You're like, right. I, you, why you didn't you watch them? it? Dude, yeah, I remember. Yeah, the, you tell me the number of reasons why not. I mean, God damn. <laughs> there is a, the, the rock station that I worked at, uh, 103.7 KRZR. We've talked about this. There is a. Mm-hmm. Uh, People were like fucking freaking out. Uh, why? How could they take this away from us? Why is it closing? Oh, yeah. And, but then also separately, same people would be like, do you listen to the show? I'm like, well, yeah, when I go to AutoZone. And it's like, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you, what talking, are you talking about? about? Yeah. You know who's been going strong? You got to give it up for PBS and NPR. Have I they? Did, yeah. Because it's like. Yeah, I mean, they've been around for, what, like 40 years. Mm -hmm. 
So they've, they, I mean, like literally radio stations change staff. I mean, more, more frequently it's, it's faster and faster, but even in its heyday, you switch out, you know, like a whole station will change its programming right. Right. and it's like PBS NPR, they've still stuck around and they, literally by just breaking up shows into five minute increments and being like, please, they're going to kill <laughs> Elmo. Like, you don't know. <laughs> We right. need Big Bird is on dialysis. Like, please, his kidneys are giving out. Give money now. You'll get a tote. You'll fucking get a tote. It's <laughs> we, so true, dude. NPR is so funny because, like, I love NPR yeah. the way that they present themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that they're like the mm-hmm. people's radio and they're paid for by the people, listeners like you. But then if... You're so loved by listeners like me. Then why once every two weeks do you have to spend 48 hours begging me for money? And, uh, <laughs> it's effective. This is what I'm saying. This is more effective than uh, like, you know, any ra- uh, rock and roll uh, radio station being like, also drink Pepsi. I don't know. Like, what? like, it's more effective to be like a hostage negotiation every five minutes where you're like, do you like Masterpiece Theater? They're going to kill Ben. Benedict Cumberbatch if they take the funding. Please, they broke his thumbs. But I don't don't donate, and that has made me stop listening to stations. Just like, listen, we know you want to hear Henry Rollins play his favorite Rocksteady records from the 50s, but we're not going to do that until four more people give us $25. (laughs) It's effective. Uh, Guys, you're listening to Y'all Ever... Y'all ever oh. podcast. Uh, that is Dave Ross, uh, the one and only comedian. Uh, I'm a comedian. Be- beautiful star. I'm, I'm from Comedian. <laughs> Comedianapolis. Uh, this is a comedy mental health podcast leaning towards comedy, but we're finding it, folks. We like to shit around. And if you want more of this, guess what? There's Patreon episodes. Once a week, we put out a bonus episode at patreon.com slash y'all lever. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> you know, to, to support a pod. You know, you're like a rebel because you support independence. This is exactly what PBS does. This is what they do, dude. Please, they're going to kill Dave. Gonna I kill know. I was just Dave thinking that <laughs> right after we went on that rant, mm-hmm. we started promoting ourselves. That's but I'm so telling funny. you, that's that's why they've been around for 40 years. Both of those things, they're institutions, all those radio Begging. stations that go, uh, yeah, but uh, do you like Twizzlers? And <laughs> we yeah. play Nickelback. Do you like Pepsi? It's like, no. I mean, I think what you're describing no. is capitalism. Like, what mm-hmm. you're saying is they're still around because they don't have to turn a profit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're making money. I think Sesame Street's doing pretty good. I'm thinking Larry Mantle makes at least $65,000 a year, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, look at, I look at Oscar the Grouch sitting in his trash can, and I'm like, hey, where'd the money come from? I'm pretty sure Kai Rizdahl's family has two cars, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, uh, two cars. What's that? In case one breaks you, down. I don't know if you noticed, but the tiny desk is getting a little bigger. <laughs> 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 
Oh, man. man. Dude, I, I think also... they could continue Tiny Desk with the quarantine. Anyway, sorry. Go yeah, on. Yeah, they uh... can't. Oh, they absolutely can, dude. So, sorry, um, I was cutting you off. But... No, it's okay, dude. We also <laughs> both have separate podcasts. He has a podcast with his wife called Nice Bum, Where Are You From? That's really great. I have a podcast Thank called you. Get Stupid. That's, uh, well. It's really great. Me being right. stupid. Right. <laughs> You're great, too. I, uh... It's great. You're great, too. I also wanted to bring up uh, both of our uh, our solo shows have Patreons, too, if you want more of us. That's I true. I specifically wanted to bring it up this week because I do my bonus episodes on there are solo episodes like I used to do on the Y'all Ever Patreon. Mm-hmm. And this one, I look, man, I'm just really proud of my bonus episode there it this is. week. I love that. <laughs> That's good, man. That's honestly positive. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> really great. Especially because it's like if it's behind a paywall, like oftentimes I'm like, well, no one's now going to see it. Right. You know, that's why I'm really excited for my Quibi show. (laughs) But, uh, you know, 10 minute content behind a paywall. What's a a better deal? What's a Quibi? You're, you're three of their company. Still, people don't understand what a Quibi is. Oh, Um, God. But uh, yeah, I know. I, sometimes I get the feeling I'm like, I just want as many eyes on this. Like I, you know, that's what it's all about. My like, I was exactly, exactly, and I was especially, you know, I felt weird about promoting another a Patreon from another show on this show. But this episode, I, I that uh, the like uh, bonus the Patreon episode I'm talking about, I I liked it so much because I had a really really good episode, uh, not episode, um. Uh, session of therapy this week and what I it's what I talked about the entire <laughs> you guys need to get a Sorry. subscribe to us on YouTube because that was crazy he showed his whole butthole um, uh, no go on <laughs> no uh, it was really good and it was so funny because it, I won't talk about this at length because I talk about the, the whole thing on there but my therapist like really helped me this week Hmm. by using this metaphor that is truly dude so helpful but it's so silly and i'm going to use it but i laugh every time i say it because it's so ridiculous and her metaphor is basically this and you know talking about me as a person who has very 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 low self-esteem she said look you're like (laughs) you're like an m&m With this, like, thin candy shell that you've built up around yourself. And you believe that your core on the inside of the M&M is rotten and destroyed. And there are people in your life that can reach through the thin candy shell. And it terrifies you. And you can lash out, right? But you're just a regular (laughs) M&M. And listen, this language, you're just a regular M&M. I cannot tell you how much it is helping me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, truly, I'm I not lo- lying. But I love you, dude. It's so stupid. It's so did you, stupid. Did you, <laughs> did you cry? I mean, yeah. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be a dick, but it seems like, damn, man, you cried about being compared to candy. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, everyone, Dave, everyone is like a Twix. Okay. There's one and there's two. Okay. And are you going to have both of the Twix at the same time? Or are you going to have one Twix and then save right. it for later? I mean, that's right. who you are as a person is Skittles, Dave. You're a rainbow. But if you have too many of them, you go into diabetic shock. If I have too much Dave Ross, Look, I die. 
You're so self-hating. You're just constantly pulling and peeling. But you're not a pull and peel. You're a regular Twizzlers, okay? <laughs> I know, I know, Dave. Sometimes you think you're a nerd crazy rope. Right. You're not. You're a nerd. You're a nerd rope. Nerd rope. Is that still a candy? I think it is. Nerd ropes are uh, nuts, dude. They look insane, dude. You ever get hit with one? Fuck, dude. dude. Guys, check out that Patreon. That sounds awesome. I kind of don't want to bite the whole bit because I'm sure you kind of just took probably the same angle. No, I didn't I, actually I, take that Jesus angle. Jesus Christ! I did laugh and uh, about it a lot because it's so it's I it's so funny. But the episode is mostly me just like really, really explaining what she meant and what I think my inner psychology is and exploring that and then always coming wow. back to the Eminem thing and laughing because it's just so <laughs> it's such real emotionality and my Here's own mental thing. health I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a piece of shit but like what kind of M&Ms is this person fucking eating where they're like you know how you have a totally normal M&M you think it's normal but then on the inside it's rotted and I'm like no that has literally Never happened. Oh yeah, listen to me. <laughs> what I forgot to say is that my therapist currently has food poisoning. I uh, <laughs> she yeah, now I feel bad. <laughs> it was good advice though. I I think that's a really that's a really sweet thing. Don't feel bad. Honestly. You shouldn't feel bad. I brought it up to joke around about, and also I think it's funny. Like I think mm. it's. <laughs> it, and I don't mind. I don't mind. And we, she and I laughed about it. And she even said, she was like, listen, this metaphor sucks. <laughs> that's, but it, that's awesome. But it that's doesn't good. suck. It like every time in the future that I see myself going there, oh, man. it will be a helpful tool for me to be like, wait, but I'm just a regular Eminem. <laughs> you know what? I have a suggestion. I think this would be great if therapists could do like a version of open mics. Uh -huh. You know, they're like, I've got this whole like Eminem idea. And like, other therapist could be like, no, 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 no. Or like they go the whole like rotted Eminem thing. I've never had a rotted Eminem. Like, just think about it. Most people maybe haven't had a rotted Eminem. Think about it. <laughs> I've had so okay. many notes like that to bits where they're just like, just so you know, no one knew at the table what you were talking. Like that part, like every other part, yes. totally fine. That one part. That seems very specific to you. I remember I, I've i been on both sides of that, uh, having mm -hmm. someone tell me they don't even understand the premise. But it's also really funny. Like a comic will come up to you and be like, yeah, people didn't really laugh at that. And I really like that. And I'll just have to be like, I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. Like, <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. People seemed into that. But um, I thought you were, you know, speaking in tongues. It's just like. Just don't say anything. <laughs> you know, no one's making you say this right now. No one's yeah. giving, making you give me notes. I mean, they, when they ask, though, man, to be asked, I remember mm. I specifically, but this one was my fault that I'm thinking of. Emily Maya Mills did a joke about the casting couch, and okay. I had never heard of the casting couch. And so she was just like talking about. Yeah, you know the casting couch is like horrifying. It was like sexual yeah. assault. It was yeah. You just um, didn't believe her. That was <laughs> yeah. That's like, what I was Dave. doing. <laughs> it was like the no, it's yeah. the concept that it, like producers will bring the uh, yeah. actresses over to the casting couch and be like, well, you could take your shirt off and I'll put you yeah. in the movie or whatever. It's it's happened to me actually for real. Um, a version of it, but me too. Yeah. Not yeah, that bad, yeah. but no, me too. It's, it's like totally um, happened. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, she she did this whole bit, and she was like, "Did you like that bit?" And I was like, "I didn't know what you were talking about. I had no, I'd never heard of that phrase before." I, so I was like, "This is great!" Wow, like, <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Wow, the I, fact that you just made that up—that was incredible. Wow, that was really wow, smart. Wow, whole cloth, huh? Just made that up. Just made up every part of that, huh? Yeah, good for you. I see you. Damn. <laughs> Shouts out, Emily. Emily Maya Mills. She has an album out from A Special Thing Records. We both uh, yeah. have albums out by A Special Thing. And she's just a like awesome comic. Um, she's making videos right now during quarantine, trying to stay busy. <laughs> Man, she's great. She also, she's always been so funny. And then she just, like, after being a comedian for, like, 10 years or something, got into USC's director MFA program and just fucking it. finished that. Dude, she's impressive as shit. <laughs> Um, hey, let's um, take a break and then come back and read your emails. Our, we were talking about how, so for the first week ever, our prompt came back empty. Uh, and maybe it's because it'll take more time, but I think it's also because it was like mad. It was a little mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I could see. I could see how when I suggested it. It could totally be interpreted a yeah, little bit but more it's... directed at people. Like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> the prompt was: "Y'all ever realize you were y- right about something mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. because of quarantine?" Yeah, and you made a really good point. Maybe we don't want people rehashing past arguments in their heads right now, like during the yeah. most you know sensitive <laughs> mental part. <laughs> Well, but it came from a good. I know why you said it. I was yeah. saying I was rehashing well, the letter we got, yeah, and yeah. I didn't want to. But it's like how depression happens for me. But encouraging it in others, yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't. Either way, we've had so many good prompts. Uh, y'all ever grow in quarantine? Y'all ever date in quarantine? Y'all ever freak out? Y'all ever uh, mm-hmm. just be emotional because of quarantine? All those types of stories we want to hear from you, and we're going to read some. I swear to God, it's not a quarantine-based show, <laughs> guys. This just happened to co- coincide with the Black Plague. So, you know, you just got to do some Black Look, Plague humor. It's like <laughs> we're on it's a mental health show, kind of, you know? Look. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to walk us to the comedy area. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take a fat break. Let's take a big fat break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Just I feel made like the joke a couple times. Keep joking about that they're still hooking up and stuff. Yes. So I keep assuming people are like really going crazy. You know Dude, what I mean? I'm going I do. Crazy. I uh, I Chris and I high five the other day, and I thought about it for ten minutes. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> I can't. I mean, can we put that on the pod somehow? Aristotle, was that recording? Could that be our intro back in? We're recording. Yeah, we're let's recording. Let's just do that. Okay, Will, let's just funniest. start. Fine. Shit, that what? was the funniest thing I've ever heard. 
Yeah, quarantine is really affecting everyone. Dave is getting off on high fives at this point. Truly, dude, I didn't until we high fived realize that I hadn't touched another human body in months, and I literally was like, "Man, that was great." <laughs> oh my god. Dude, a fist bump is going to blow your fucking brain out of the back of your skull. Yeah. And what's 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 more serious? Handshake. Dude, oh, dude. you got Maybe like make a, whole a deal hand around your hand. Whew. Okay, here's how you get Chris to give you a handshake. Uh, <laughs> no, because we yeah. gotta trick him. There's no, right. I mean, there's no normal way to be like, hey, We're I actually dating. miss. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I miss human contact. Like, yeah, please, can you just hug me so I'm a hu- normal human being for a minute? No, you gotta trick him. You gotta <laughs> trick him into a handshake. Yeah, so you go, I gotta hey. nag him. <laughs> yeah, you go, hey, Chris, I got a deal, fatso. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, I got some pills that I'm going to say is going to help you lose weight. Uh, I don't know why you're, I mean, Chris is uh, not sensitive about his weight. He's not, I well, wouldn't I say. Well, I could work on it. You know? I, think you, I think you could go on the I weight. Could, I could wear him down. Yeah. yeah, you could wear him down. And you just trick him into thinking that he's going to get a bunch of, uh, you know, magic pills. Okay. Ma- the, the real hook is magic pills. Uh-huh, okay. And then you go, all right. Shake on it <laughs> and uh, get it on camera because you're going to want to jerk off to it later uh-huh. and just get that full meat handshake. And here's the trick you've put super glue on your hand. So the minute he tries to move away, you just rip his flesh off and you have more hand. Huh. More hand okay. for you. Wow. All right. I think maybe we lost the thread in here somewhere. <laughs> we have, all right. Sorry. You're right. The point is human contact <laughs> and how yeah. we need it to survive. When you said that, like, literally, I just fucking burst out because I was like, I, I can't remember the last time I've high five somebody new. Dude, <laughs> I know. Just What's does, so like, funny is that, like that I just typed it out and remembered it so I can say it later because, yeah, I know. And it, it was it's like a the, bit. It's a it is a, it's already was like the second or third time I'd said it. And uh, but it also it, it it's definitely funny, but it's also so true. Like I literally because we were both walking and he was going to socially distance uh, walk with somebody and I was going to go with him. And then I was like, ah, shit, I should go back to the apartment. And then we high fived and we obviously don't high five around the apartment together. <laughs> so we high fived and I just yeah. stood there. And it was like, I was like, wow, (laughs) (laughs) that feeling you got to sell, you don't do it around the apartment. You guys got to do it out in the wild. You guys do it freaky. You do it raw in the wild. I think the problem is that if we do it in the apartment, Mm -hmm. then I'll just like, uh, we'll start fucking like right away. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see what, what's really wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with it at all, except (laughs) that he's you know, dating somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit. Fuck, he's taken. Well, you got to figure a way to celebrate little, like, victories. Uh-huh. More often around the apartment where you're like, dude, I just cleaned the cat litter. And you throw up for a high five. Just see if he reciprocates. Oh, yeah, dude. Just, just constantly. Constantly being like, tell him it made me feel like a million bucks. And then just go, I would love it if we could just high five. Because Dude. I miss people, and you that's normal. Do. I think that I'm going to do that. This as a sketch, just like <laughs> start with the moment, and then the whole rest of the sketch is me being like, "Hey, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah, I love. Hey, that. yo, high five, dude. 
What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, this is me in a writer's room. Like, you, that's funny. Do that. <laughs> well, Do it. No, that's you. the good one. <laughs> you had a big part of the writing. Your part of the writing process was when you told me to do the this, this sketch, but like as a real thing to a person. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's me being an <laughs> avant-garde artist. What if we really did it? And Dude, I never have the balls to actually do these things. By the way, I talked to a couple of people that are currently writing for Ridiculousness, and they told me this. This is so interesting. I can't believe. I. This is so funny. So, like, they can obviously completely do that show from home. And so even though they're pretty sure that workplaces will open back up in, like, five or six months or whatever... They just fucking sold the offices that Ridiculousness is in, and now everyone is going to write from home for that show forever. Cool. Even outside, whenever quarantine's over. And Brilliant. I love that. I love that to quarantine for them to learn that their clip show that they could do. I know. But of I course. Know. <laughs> I know. No, that was a, a daily discussion of being like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I kind of enjoyed, I think that's true with a lot of people's jobs right now. I mean, like, yeah. uh, I see it with some family members, you know, having to deal with, they were already telecommuting, like doing a lot of their job at home. But now it's full time. And so that's the thing is like the jobs were already kind of skirting around the whole thing of like, yeah, you can uh, tell you what, come in like twice a week, you know? Yeah. But right. Everything else, just do it your computer. And now this oh, is good. fully okay. exposing that it's like, uh, yeah, you don't need to keep up this pretense of like showing up for a lot of jobs. I mean, there's, there's this, so many. There's Dude. a billion that, you know, are being forced to work and sh shit like that. But yeah, I don't know. Man, when I was a web developer, I remember at one of the startups I worked for, we would go in every day, and then all of us developers would be like, this, I, I, I <laughs> work. you don't talk to anybody. Dude, I'm in a cubicle working on the same laptop I work on at home. Uh-huh. It's no, just. No, it's beautiful. We were all just like, dude, did I ever fucking tell you, by the way? I said this on another podcast. I can't believe we've never talked about this. I just, it was such a small period of time in my life, I forget that it happened, but like, so, how do I talk about it? So I used to work for this company, MyShape, and the company was failing, and they were trying anything they could do to get it to work. And at the end of working, they hired this guy named Walter, who was like a fucking uh, code ninja guy, like a, like a yeah, programmer yeah. that is like supposedly- the guru. Yeah, yeah, he's like world renowned, and he can mm -hmm. hack any system, and he's going <laughs> to save MyShape, right? You're like, so, this, isn't, this isn't like a, a bank heist. <laughs> we right. just need- Needs somebody for my shape. And it, it was perfect, too, because this guy looked just like comic book guy from The Simpsons, dude. Like, I'm not trying to rag, but I, I hear you. Yeah. I fucking hear you. He had, like, literally yeah. beeper on his hip, ponytail, big beer gut, <laughs> and he thought he was amazing, and he took a liking to me, and he would come to my cubicle and be like, Dave, walk with me. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, fucking the show Kung Fu, where they're <laughs> yeah. like walking, like, come, Grasshopper, we're gonna talk about coding and why women are red like making us be inferior. Right. You're like, so whoa, he, whoa. He, he told all these wild stories about being a hacker and like hacking cool mainframes and shit like that. Uh, this, Neo. And so. He did this with a few of the developers, and we realized pretty quickly that this guy is a pathological liar who nothing that yes. he said is true, and he probably can't even write code at all. Like, he's probably Love that it. full of shit. But here's That's the thing. One of the things he would say was that his hacker name is Scorpion, and that as Scorpion, he has hacked, like, all of these... <laughs> 
places and that he had a show in development about himself. And it's a real show that it's called Scorpion, and it was I on CBS. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I think I I remember that hacker. Yeah, he if, said he was Scorpion. Yes, he's not Scorpion. <laughs> he's a liar. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. Scorpion. That's like being like I'm Jeffrey Dahmer or like I'm the kill the fucking killer. You know. Well, what's so funny about what, it is, is he that the like guy? in 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 this story in this scenario. His pathological lying worked because his lies he just wrote into a fucking TV show. And so it yeah. doesn't even really matter. His like fake stories he told about his like hero self just made him a millionaire anyway. Wait, you think there's an actual TV show in development? This pathological liar made? No, dude, the show has been made. It's it's there's oh, like that's the show Scorpion? Yes. And he's famous from it as the creator. <laughs> dude. <laughs> If you look him up, there's guy. photos of him at, at Comic Con talking about it. Like, that was the guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, not that guy because libel suits. But honestly, a guy who's just like that guy did all those things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a guy who's pretty much that guy. I certainly don't have any proof that he's a pathological liar. But, it's a big statement. <laughs> but like, dude, it was. No, I hear you. I hear you. It was crazy, and uh, it's yeah, so funny, and especially yeah. that's funny because it's like that show. You're like, didn't they already come up with this show called Chuck? That was basically <laughs> this. We were like, you know, they go to the Geek Squad, and that guy becomes like a spy, and it's all like, you know, spy uh, spies. They're quirky. I mean, it was like <laughs> it was like, like a Mission Impossible been, ripoff. It was just like like, like if yeah. Tom Cruise were but a even hacker. more so, where somebody right. saw Mission Impossible and made Chuck, and and <laughs> oh, then and somebody then saw made... Chuck and was like, "I'll just do Chuck." <laughs> like, well, that's I'll what's do, so amazing about it I'll is do the I, office that Chuck worked at. <laughs> if you look, I mean, here's why I believe that it was not none of it's true is hmm. that if you look at Walter <laughs> and you talk to him, you know uh -huh. that he doesn't like. No martial arts or or like Dude, don't yeah. say this on record. You cannot <laughs> accuse somebody of not knowing martial arts. <laughs> they will ruin you. They will ruin they'll sue you. Dude, they'll wreck your dojo. They'll I didn't disgrace sign a your fucking honor. NDA about that guy. Uh, I know. I worry, but yeah. I, <laughs> I um he said also, he knew Kung He's Fu. a millionaire. Well, the show is about a hacker, like a hot hacker dude who like fights people. And uh cool. Shit, I'm gonna watch this now. <laughs> Sounds that's, good, dude. That's what I'm saying. Is you're like, selling it. You're. His, I can't help it. You're selling it to me. His. The, all I'm saying is that the show. <laughs> it's like a weird story of like, yeah, I guess it's not that big a deal that he made that up because what is a TV show except making up a story? <laughs> Do you think, dude, the best show ever made was the show Viper on UPN? Okay. It was just a show about a guy who had a viper, and he was like a secret agent. But like, I just like that it's a guy who maybe sold a show. He's like, "Well, I own a viper. Let's just do that. It's just uh, I'm wow. a secret agent. I got a I got a viper. It's literally a wow. show based off of a car that came out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I didn't viper. That. It was like he had a really high tech viper. <laughs> it's like okay, all right, and it's like. 
Yeah, you can really imagine somebody being like, dude, Viper's the sickest car. I've got a Viper. Like, you're never going to believe how boss this car is. Like, you got to make a show off in this car. I also love that it's a product. Dude, uh, this summer on UPN, it's Beach Ball. (laughs) He's got a beach ball, and he knows how to use it. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into reading some of our listeners' emails, because we won't. Yeah, let's start. With this one that you had picked out about um, somebody oh, who's being listed as an essential worker, I feel like this is really falls in line with what we were talking about uh, yeah. a second ago. So yeah, that's uh, a good one in. Uh, yeah, so this uh, this guy says, I don't know if I can say uh, their name yet, so I won't. But um, they uh, the subject line is, y'all ever been essential? Um, and they say, hey, buddies, first time, long time. Y'all ever been essential? Yes, indeed. You have a hero among your listeners. A customer last week actually used the words, thank you for your service. I kindly nice. accepted her thanks, but also actually used the words, please do not phrase it that way. But why? I'm essential. I fucking tell you why. I'm a pool guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I, I think this is great. Like, we definitely, like, we're talking about in a previous episode, I can't remember which, but just like, you know, it feels like there's this weird air of being like, by the way, if you work at a grocery store, like, you should, I just want you to know you're a hero. Like, <laughs> it's kind of happening. So I feel like this is almost a response to that. Like, and from, by the way, in that episode, I really just want to make it clear, like, always thank people in any profession for their just doing, you know, doing their job and everything and thank people and be, be a nice person. But I felt like, we were putting an untoward amount of like, hey, you're a you're like a marine fighting for our freedoms right. now that you have to stock soup and and shit, and it's like people being forced to do their jobs, you know, and like, well, that's like, the thing. Want to be a hero? I just I have I, to work. I work at Ralph's, so yeah. yeah it's also like it's <laughs> yeah. almost like overboard to the point of becoming disrespectful. Where you're what what you're saying is thank you for doing this. But what you're kind of saying is, hey, I just want to remind you that this sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, just so you know, no one made you be like on the front lines. Like yeah. I, that, I didn't want that to happen to you. <laughs> so, um, so they continue. Thank you for your service of staring down into the deep blue abyss of yet another pool deep end, trying to scoop up that bloated, chlorinated, deoxygenated small rodent so all the little kitties don't have to face the harsh realities of life and death and the fragility of it all just yet. This guy's dope. (laughs) Yeah, this guy's funny. What are we fucking doing here, guys? Not getting banged by housewives. That's what. Now it's getting into a drunk rat rant where it's like, I'll tell you what the problem is. The governor. (laughs) And I've got a bullet with a couple initials on it. Not going to say who's. Uh, The pool industry is essential. Some lawyer is sounding bullshit about mosquito control, apparently. Actually, your local pool guy is probably running around town with 10 shits in his pants because there has never been a busier two months for pool companies. Really? If you can afford a pool in this area, you are most likely able to work from home during the pandemic or you're not essential and dead weight to the rest of us out here on the front lines. (laughs) Bandana on my face, looking all the more like a train-robbing gunslinger, I gingerly unlock the back gate and make my way silently through the side yard and back towards the pool. I pet your dog. We got this thing going on. (laughs) 
That's funny. Um, I expertly and completely under the influence of THC administer chemicals to your pool. I scoop the dead mouse out, children none the wiser, leaving the corpse behind the bush for a lucky scavenger. I pet your dog again. I'm terrible at goodbyes. I scamper back to the pool truck and off to the next house we go. I service over 40 pools a day. So when the pandemic hit, I genuinely thought I was a super spreader and I was going to kill all my customers. I spent about two weeks driving to work in tears. I suffer from depression and suicidal thoughts, anxiety, and sleep issues. It was a rough few weeks and the stress had me having chest pains and not eating. Funny how I could still manage to slug vodka nightly but couldn't manage to eat a decent meal. Whoa. Wow. I get it. I get it. I've been there. Well, well, no. Like, I mean, (laughs) the idea, like... I, I kind of was like, I could see doing that job and being like, fuck all these rich people. Right. You know, they have a pool or whatever, but it's like you feeling like you're spreading the disease. Like, uh, I feel bad, man. I really do. That's that's totally. a lot of pressure. And uh, damn, that's really good of you. The funny thing is this person writes exactly like some of my friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I love this. It's, it's definitely like nihilist to the nth degree. <laughs> it's also like just ch- good writing. It's like super fun, prosaic writing. It's it's like if Rorschach from like uh, fucking Watchmen was like, I clean the pools and the children <laughs> don't even know about the dead rats and all the sewage <laughs> that pours into your pools every night. I clean the pools so the children don't know about the nightmares. I love of all the dead rats in all all the pools in all the cities in the world. She had to choose mine. It's like I, um, I don't know if a dead rat in a pool is a statement about the world. <laughs> you know, where it's like this man, I'm society, just a, dude. We're all just a dead rat in a pool when it comes to keeping away from the children on the other side, man. There's a whole other. Uh, there's one last paragraph here. He says, um, "I found your podcast early on during Suicide Buddies and have listened to everything. Thank you, man. I'm glad you like it. It means a lot. My favorite episodes were always attempts. I genuinely appreciate the thing you have created and put out into the universe." Suicide Buddies came to me at a really low point and stuck with me during some other ones as well. Now with y'all ever, I can still look forward to my one hour a week where suicide and depression jokes are acceptable without getting myself committed. Wow, this is so... That's exactly what we're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, I didn't know there'd be all this love in this. Can we edit this out? Aristotle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we edit out all this? Anyway, love? I don't know what... Yeah, I know. To just read... Anyway, there's four more paragraphs about how great we are. So we're just going to do that. Um, you know, he goes on to say, Anyway, I don't know where this is going. I've always wanted to reach out with an email just to express my appreciation for the shows uh, and for the both of you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love you. I love what you've done. And every once in a while, I love myself. Please know, even though I can't write and express myself like some of your great articulate listeners, you two have been there for me in some of my darkest moments. Please keep up the good things you're doing for all us listeners. Y'all motherfuckers are essential, too. Shout out. To all the not really that essential, essential workers out there, keep on getting it, kings and queens. (laughs) If this was to be read on air, I would be stoked, and you could use my name. His name is James from San Lorenzo, California. Thank you so much for writing. And you know what, dude? You said that you can't write and express yourself like some of our great articulate listeners, but this was a fun as fuck read, and it's very well put together. Good job. I was just like, (laughs) yeah, like, dude, if you have any doubts, like, just write more, because, like, you you have like a talent and um it really will come out with like repetition and doing a lot more writing but like it's funny you're like i'm not as good as your other great listeners i'm here to tell you they're all dumb 
They're you're garbage. the cool one. <laughs> They're garbage. They're bad. They suck. You're the only good one. Yeah. <laughs> They're and all. I, I don't know, dude. Yeah. They all have depression. <laughs> I know. It's lame. It's so sad, dude. I just want to hang out in pools that are rat free. That's why I go to James. Yeah, dude, you're cool, man. You got pools and dogs and weed and shit, man. Fuck, dude. I mean, you did start talking about depression, and I was like, snoozer, but... <laughs> It'd be kind of uh, cool to make, like, a Ratatouille 2 that's just about a rat that's drowned in a pool. Yeah, we'll call it Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. Uh- with a two? Like, yeah. with a two? And then the next movie is Ratatouille That's really 3. good, dude. Ratatouille dude, 3. I think you are kind of wasting your time in comedy and podcasts. Thank- and, and I should like, write Pixar movie you titles? Should write, <laughs> you should write ads. Okay. You should write ads. <laughs> and, yeah, like anything really commercial, I think you would really excel at. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, sorry. It's starting to become a negative. No, 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 you, no, 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 no. No, because you're all like, I won't sell out. But that's my <laughs> point is, Dave, if you would just sell out, it would be so much fucking money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you came up with Ratatouille? Yeah. That's literally a person's yearly salary was would be coming up with that. <laughs> literally. That's someone's job uh-huh. is to come up with shit like that. One time I okay, actually... look, I think okay, that yeah. we're, I think maybe this is, I think you're maybe not being serious and you're being no, a little being mean. Com- <laughs> no, no, being completely serious. Like, I uh, one time went to a meeting. No, sorry, it wasn't a meeting. It was like a get-together. And it was okay. like, <clears throat> kind of like a high-profile person like was like, tag along to this. And it was meeting, like, just this general, like, meet and greet of all of these ad executives like people who make ads or like you want to uh-huh. write yeah like you want to write like ratatouille and okay. they're all like oh my god <laughs> and like i didn't know how to address it or how to talk and also i'm there like on a invite you know from the friend and i don't want to like embarrass anything but it's like literally like the the entire idea was like i was hearing conversations like them going up to a high profile comic and being like so just come in and like tell us like what's you know What's going on? Like with like, you come up with some taglines and pitch, and it's all like you know that they need people to come in and like pitch these really mediocre jokes for like ads. And when a movie comes out, they need like a funny little thing, and they right. they will like literally go to like Chelsea Peretti and be like, totally. Do you have like uh, a line? <laughs> like, well, you got anything? You're my friend, you know. You, you know, anything? can I tell you? Um, mm. I'll do it. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. You know, this is great. (laughs) No, I'll do it. This would be great. I'll take the job. I think this would be, (laughs) yeah, I wish I had stepped up at that time. I really did. I really wish I'd been, because at the time also I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, I like stand up and stand up's all about truth. Right. Or whatever. I was like deluding myself. But if I'd been like, come up with the ad, fuck yeah. Give me, yeah. Put oh, me, I yeah. don't, dude, I don't care. Can I send stuff? Can hire. I send stuff to you? I would yeah. so fucking do that. Um, it's Pepsi just ads. such a weird, shitty industry, though. Did I tell you once that I mm-hmm. like did this job? I did this gig for an advertising agency that was like, um, they wanted to interview me, but it was like to help with an ad campaign. They did it with like a handful of people, and uh, then the pay was two hundred dollars. And then when they paid me, I just got this email that was like, "Hey, so, um, so what?" email do we attach the $200 Amazon gift card to? 
And I was well, like, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'll take PayPal, Venmo, or check. And they were like, they were like, oh, well, can we pay you in an American Express gift card? And I was like, excuse me, no. And uh, they tried to fuck me. It was so crazy, dude. I like Over like, what? Like and Over $200. And then it took them four months to send me the $200 check. Are they you were serious? Like, yeah, dude. It, like, wow, what a pain. dude. I guess we can do it the way where we send the money first to Mexico, and then it has <laughs> to be hand-delivered up to Canada, where then it's driven down to where you are, if Dave wants to do the difficult way <laughs> right, of exactly. getting you know, the money we said we'd give. <laughs> exactly. Um, I kind of wonder with um, these uh, the pool cleaning job uh, might be sweet because I think you get let let us know do you get paid like in cash or how how's the how's the business work I think it's good right yeah how much money do you have that's what I want to (laughs) know it it sounds (laughs) shitty that it's like ticking up like they have to clean 40 pools in a day sounds fucking like insane i did also hear that um apparently coronaviruses don't get transmitted through water so you can swim together and you won't really transmit it as long as you don't touch yeah uh, or, or fucking oh, here we go there's no way that's true there's no way any of this is true like, you don't think that's all- true well, I, I guess none of it's true, dude. I guess I we haven't researched have that personally, so I wouldn't really know, and I would be disseminating perhaps for harmful information. So you know what? You're right. Don't take my word on that. <laughs> I like to take big swings, Dave. I'm just like, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe there's never really been a coronavirus. If you think about it. Right. Oh, God. I I, certainly don't want to be that guy. Thank you for checking me on that. Holy shit. But Nick Turner told me that, and Nick Turner's pretty smart. He, he hosts a podcast. I, moving on. Uh, <laughs> no, Nick Turner is super funny. Super funny guy. Uh, in case he um, hears this. Super funny guy. You know what? Uh, I think um, we're like uh, creeping up on wrapping up this episode, but I would love... Oh, to- I yeah. see. <laughs> when it... <laughs> Just joking. We took a huge break and we totally agreed upon it. But now I love to jump on Dave and be like, oh, well, when Mr. Dave wants to end the pod. Uh, I would love to hear more stories about essential workers, either truly essential workers like nurses and doctors uh, and like Mm -hmm. grocery store workers or like stories of people that are, uh, like James says, considered essential, but maybe feels like maybe you're not. Yeah, that's really fucked up. I would love to hear more (laughs) about that and send those uh, to y'all ever email at gmail.com. Yeah, let's call the prompt y'all ever be essential. Y'all yeah. be essential. And all our but, other prompts that we've given over the past two months, anything, any question we've ever said, just send us stories, please, to y'all ever email at gmail.com. Especially ones uh, if you want to share that, like, maybe you're like, you, you think haven't happened to anyone else or mm. make you feel weird uh, that you want people to talk about. We would yeah. love to do that. Yeah. You'll be surprised. It's oftentimes way more relatable than you think. I mean, like, I'm really <laughs> getting a lot from this story of the pool worker. Sorry, James. The pool worker. Let's call him the pool worker. You know, um, the pool boy. I like to call uh, him the writer. I like that he totally calls <laughs> out, like, uh, I, I don't have sex with your wives. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually not a part of my job. I know you might uh, think it, but porn is fake. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know the cable? 
I called the cable guy. I called the pool boy. They both fucked my wife. <laughs> they both used her like yeah. a flag, and it, it, it's just done. Don't get me started on what happened when I ordered a sausage pizza. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you're never going to believe what happened when I ordered a bang bus shuttle to the airport. I just needed a bang bus shuttle to the airport. Bang bus was a, a cheapest thing. They fucked my entire family and me Look, multiple times. Yes. I loved it. <laughs> when I called a taxi, I ordered the fake taxi. Okay? I ordered the fake taxi. <laughs> Uh, yeah. To take me to the fake hostel. <laughs> I was wrong about this entire trip. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I asked for my wife to be blacked, and it turned out that, and you wouldn't you know it, you know, <laughs> and it just went wrong. Man. Um, no, Do but I not love sign to... up for a credit card at newbiles.com. <laughs> <laughs> We're exposing way too much. Of we were showing that we watch porn. Is I, all that's uh, happening. Never, never once, honey. I love you. If you're listening to this, put the kids to bed. I I'll don't be think home anyone soon. Anyone was confused that we know a lot about porn. You put your stand up on Pornhub. No, <laughs> I love, I love this. Uh, the person who wrote it that it's like they really call out that it's like through legal mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah, they right. were like, hey, by the way, pools are like mosquito. Uh, Ness. When in California, we don't fucking have mosquitoes. Yeah. There's like... But maybe that's because of the pool guys. Yeah. Maybe... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking all the wives! Because people like James, yeah. And then the wives... Yeah, okay, here's the effect. If the pool boys don't fuck the wives, then the husbands (laughs) being cuckolded, their blood can't boil. Right. Which gets all the... Mosquitoes. Which kills the mosquitoes. Kills, they suck yeah, the boiling whatever. blood yeah. and then they mm-hmm. melt to death. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that no, story I that Jesse it. Case tells about <laughs> fucking being in chemo? I think I've told it on the podcast before. Our but friend, he told me. Uh, Jesse Case, great comic. Great comic. He has a great That's, podcast called yeah. Jesse versus Cancer, which I think he's doing it as Jesse versus COVID right now. But uh, <laughs> he got stage five colon cancer and he did a, was like in chemo and did a whole podcast about it. And uh, yeah, yeah. he's a. Like literally a genius. He's so funny. He is but, um, amazing. He uh, he he said that. Um, I think he said this on his podcast. He had just done chemo and he was completely run down and fried and sitting in his wheelchair next to the window. And the window was open and he was so fried and burnt out from it and in pain that he couldn't move and he was just looking out the window and not being able to move or do anything about it. He watched a mosquito fly in circles and land on his arm, bite him. And die. (laughs) 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 It's like, man, I'm God. I'm God. By being death, by being death, I am God. Right. I mean, this is what Oppenheimer was basically cautioning Mm -hmm. everyone about when he invented the atomic bomb or whatever. You know, he's like, I'm death. I'm God. Yeah, yeah. I've created. That's so so awesome. Jesse Case is God, the Christian God. That's (laughs) That's maybe the most metal thing I've ever heard of. I fucking mosquitoes. Vampires die when they bite me. (laughs) 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 You know, like, damn. All right, (laughs) fucking savage. (laughs) 
Yes. So our, uh, our, our, newest, <laughs> our newest prompt is y'all ever been essential in one way or another? The email is y'all ever email at gmail.com. And, uh, dude, this was so fun. Thanks, This Hampton. was awesome. Yeah, you guys are great. Thanks so much. Check out Get Stupid uh, featuring, hosted by Dave Ross. Check yeah. out Nice Bum, Where You From, hosted by myself, Hampton Young, and Georgia Brooks, my wife. And we have Patreon episodes for both of those. Uh, which and we for this, at patreon.com slash y'all ever, our, uh, our bonus episode this week, we are reading a story uh, about rebound sex in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, so, that one looked really good. Yeah. We were going to do it this episode, but we kind of, we, you know what? We ran out of time, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. They're, sh- they're kind of shutting us down, you know? We got to move. Uh, sorry. Go. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash y'all ever. And you guys are awesome. And we'll see you next week. See you next time. Take Glad care. You're alive. Glad Bye. you're alive. Bye. Bye. A, podca- <clears throat> A podcast network.